Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenios ESL podcast. My goodness gracious, it is so good to be back. And today we're diving into report. Oh my God, report, report, report. Listen, what strategies or techniques can you use to build report with people who are different from you? And I remember the first time I heard the word report. I thought it was report as in R-E-P-O-R-T, but this is report such as R-A-P-P-O-R-T. And when I heard this, this was in a show that I watched literally like 17 years ago called Entourage. And I, to, to be honest with you, I tried finding it in the dictionary for a long time. I couldn't, but finally I found out about it and I said, my goodness gracious, here it is right before my eyes. See, Report, how can you build relationships, okay? Or build report with people who are different from you. I think that's the easiest thing. That is by far the easiest thing to do because you're different. That's it. See, if you are common, how the hell are you going to build report with people who you're just common with? You know, I realize, and I'm going to be honest with you, it is so easy to talk to Thai people because one, they're interested in you. And two, you can build a conversation with them very easily based on so many different things. And so being out here in Thailand has taught me a lot in terms of being a conversationalist. Obviously, Dale Carnegie's How to Win and Influence People is still pretty significant and all the other benefactors that I've had in developing my conversation skills with speaking to, you know, home run hitting, you know, uh, what is it, best-selling authors and having people on the podcast who had millions of followers and stuff like that. You know, that's all absolutely incredible. But to be honest with you, the basic fundamental is the fact that if you're different, it's very easy to speak about a number of things. Now, I'm going to point out something that's really weird. And this is just from my own personal experience. Regardless of whatever ethnicity an American is, I just find it unbelievably difficult to speak to Americans. Not only now, but it was even 10 years ago when I had landed in Hawaii and I went to Shorebirds, which I believe is way closed now, but it was a karaoke bar. And this guy was sitting next to me at the bar and he asked me, hey, I see your shirt, Tokyo. I was like, yeah, I actually just came from there, this and that, and his wife. Caucasian gave me the most disgusting look you could ever imagine. And I really didn't understand that. Did she give me that look saying, ew, why'd you go to Japan? Do you understand that Japan is the top three most safest country in the world? And America is probably the bottom close to 200 most unsafe country in the world. But the way she looked at me, I just realized, I said, you know what? We have nothing, not nothing in common, but there's nothing different about us other than skin color. And given the fact and state of, of what America is right now, that is one of the most difficult things to overcome, apparently. Even with my own fellow African-Americans, I've realized I don't have African-American friends. I have friends from Uganda. I have friends from you know countries in Africa, both Western, Southern, and Eastern. But African-Americans know because they're jealous of me because I have an education. And I, you know, I told my partner this and she was like, wait, what? 
They look down on you because you have an education and you're doing good things. You should be looking down on them. I said, man, I got empathy for them. And that's one of the things and the tips that we're going to be talking about in regards to building rapport. I'm telling you, from my own perspective, it is easy to speak to. It's harder to, to be honest with you. If someone is a quote unquote teacher here in Thailand, very difficult to have a conversation with them. I do not like it whatsoever. Now, if they're in a different line of work, it's much easier. But again, foreigners here, there's a very toxic foreign community here where they just complain about all things Thailand. So unless you're around some pretty awesome, heavy hitting, driven, well-disciplined, great job slash managers slash CEOs, business owners, you're not going to be around a very fun bunch. And I've been around that. In 2013, 14, 15, 2013, my goodness, I was around a guy who literally just lied about everything just to make me jealous. It was the craziest, it's the craziest thing I had ever, I, I've, I've ever come to realize. And so report is the basic fundamental. If they are from Indonesia, it's very easy to build report. Any Asian country, very well no nah, i wouldn't say all and i won't name any of them but there are a few asian countries out there where those <laughs> boy i couldn't build report if you <laughs> boy i couldn't build report if i had a million dollars to say come on over here and have a drink with me that's how those people are but anyways if we talk about any other people you know any other specific group of people it's really easy except americans and i just because and i just believe if we are not the same established travelers it's very difficult to speak to Americans. And, you know, if I were to ask anyone I had known in the past, hey, how's everything going? Pretty good, just working. I'm like, holy Lord, there's nothing else I could say. What if he asked me, how are you doing? Do you think I'm going to say anything? I'm just going to say, yeah, uh, just working. I'm not going to tell him about all the things because then he's going to get, he's never going to respond to me again. And that's what a lot of people out there do. Huh, I can only speak from personal experience, but the more different, the better. The more common, forget about it. So let's talk about these five tips. Here we go. Tip number one, even if you're having a bad day, don't forget the basics. It, apparently, it says to make eye contact, to smile, and be sincere. Be sensitive to cultural differences in areas like greeting people, respecting personal space, and making small talk. Well, the thing is, a difficult day. Right. If you always ask somebody, Jenna Kutcher, I heard I uh, she was doing a, a podcast interview with Trent Shelton and she just made a book. Uh, she just wrote out, you know, wrote a book saying, how are you really? See, most of the time when you ask somebody, how are you? They're like, I'm fine. How about you? They don't really tell you the real story. No. Like, what if let's slow this down? Let's have a deeper connection. How are you really? Fuck the fundamentals. To hell with the eye contact. Nobody cares. Some cultures, well, if you make eye contact, it's the end of the world. Okay? The smile when you're not well. No, 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 no. I, when I ask you, how you doing? Be like, man, I am stressed as hell. Don't just keep saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, tell me that you're having a shitty day. Let's have a deeper connection. So I'm going to switch that up, and I'm going to say, even if you're having a bad day, make sure you tell the other person you're having a bad day. If you meet them for the first time, that's okay. You can say, oh my God, I am so stressed, man. It has been chaos while I'm out here, but I'm holding it together. How are you doing? And then those are a bunch of gamuts that they could say, why are you stressed? Oh my God, checking into a hotel this morning. Are you staying here? 
don't be too negative. Give it a story such as a, a story that you could bond to and then you could branch out that way because this person is going to give you and show you some positive reinforcement, which will then show you that, hey, they got some pretty good character. I like to be around this type of person. I flipped the switch by speaking to this person. Fuck the respected personal space when you're having a bad day to hell with the small talk. No. You need to have a little release technique to release all the tension. And then you need to learn how to manage your expectations. Okay? Here's another one. Set your personal fashion sense aside until the weekend and try to look like the other person. Oh, this is terrible. This could mean dressing to impress in formal business meetings, but also dressing down in a technical or creative workplace. Your clothes, hair, Makeup, nails, jewelry, beard, or tattoos all send messages about you and your values. Now, again, by giving this, this could be dressing to impress. Don't dress in, don't dress up. Because guess what? If you're dressing to impress and you're dressing trying to be someone you're not, you will get exposed. That's not good. Dress the way you want to. And if people judge you based on how you're dressed, you don't need to be around those people. Dressing down, listen, people, I wear shorts everywhere. I look like I'm going to the gym every single day. And if you judge me based on that, you're in a very, very ugly spot in your life. You could tell those judges. They just look you up head to, like head to toe. And they're like, uh, uh. And I'm like, boy, you are in a very bad place. And I have nothing but empathy for you. Dress the way you want. I'm switching it up. Dress the way you want, okay? And if people judge you based on what you are wearing, hey, you know you don't have to be around that group of people. Oh, but these are executives at the board chain. Fuck the board. Fuck all those guys. I'm going to dress and wear whatever the hell I want to wear. So let's go on to number three. Use your emotional intelligence to create empathy. Developing an awareness of how feelings and emotions influences attitudes and behavior will allow you to understand the similarities and minimize differences between yourself and other people. I love that. I love that. And so, again, empathy is one of the most important things that the world just completely lacks today. And the reason for that is because, well, you just have to understand that, yeah, people are different from you, but that's how we all connect. You peel back all those labels and you got a human being, regardless of how someone looks or where they come from. And I think one of the biggest problems is religion today. I've had students from Saudi Arabia. I've had students from Buddhist predominant countries, obviously out here in Thailand. I had students from just about all over the world. Does it matter? Does not. Never does it at all. I'm with the Martin Luther King Jr. quote. He said, judge a man based on his character rather than his skin. I'm paraphrasing slightly, but it was, one of, it was during one of the greatest speeches, the greatest speech in mankind. I mean, the differences is what bonds us together. And you got to be able to create that empathy too. And so going into number four, take time to find common ground, find a connection through your education, experience, family, or, of course, interest brings you closer and helps build trust. But always be sincere in the long run. Invent and shared interests 
or experience will only lead to trouble. I'm going to say that one more time. In the long run, inventing shared interest or experience will only lead to trouble. This goes back to the basic fundamental of building trust. Do not brag about something you are not. Do not create white lies. Do not talk about things that are completely untrue just to get in and sit at the table with other people. That's a big no-no. And the last one, matching and mirroring, which we're going to be talking about in the next podcast, the other person's speech. Apparently, that's what it says. Behavior and thought process is something that comes naturally to good communicators. Okay, adapt your body language and the way you listen and speak to synchronize with the person you're dealing with. So, for example, if Barack Obama is holding his hand out for whoever it may be, Tiger Woods would be holding out his left hand. Right. Mirroring what the other person is doing. George Bush speaking to obviously uh, I don't know what president it may be, but then both of them having their right hand up, you know, their right hand up at the same time while speaking. So when you're able to mirror that, hey, well, guess what? It kind of synchronizes with the other person and it builds rapport. I guess you could say on a very, in a very subconscious way, which is pretty cool. Now, would I do that? Hell no. Okay, when I'm creating rapport, you know, uh, you know, I like to have a very open stance. Okay, because if I have my hands folded, I love doing that because it's very relaxing. But other people and coaches may see that as it being very defensive very cold, right? And so what I do, I have a very open stance and I like to change conversations at times, you know, because I don't want people to feel very, very awkward, right? So if I make a joke or make this or make that, I hurry up and change just in case if I feel that person is going to feel a little bit uneasy and I go back to the situation I hand and then they forget about it. And they're like, oh, that was just a joke. Okay. Happens, works all the time you know? And so those are some of the pointers. Some of them I don't agree with. There are some. And now what we're going to do is we are going to listen to a couple of things in the next po- next podcast. And we're going to talk about matching, mirroring, mirroring, pace, and lead. This is going to be fantastic. A two-part audio. So stay tuned. Over and out.